science fans, it is Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. I'm the husband. I'm the husband. I'm the husband. Are you just being a football hooligan? Yeah, because football's on, isn't it? Oh, World Cupage. You just stated this perfectly. Well done. I thought you weren't going to sing it anymore. Sing what? The uh, husband thing. That was a chant, not a song, in my defence. I can't even blame the fact you're hungry. You're just in this mood. Yeah, I'm full of sugar. (laughs) (laughs) What what are we doing today? Uh, Metallic bonding. Sweet. What did we do last time? Covalent bonding and ionic bonding. Ionic bonding, yeah, good. Okay, so ionic bonding happens between. Ionic bonding happens between uh, metals and non-metals. Yep, and what happens r- briefly? Uh, they want to get a full outer shell. How do they do it? Um, they give away an electron slash take an electron. Good. Is this the one that happens between group one and group seven quite a lot? Yeah, so they beca- so a, an ionic bond is an electrostatic attraction between oppositely charged ions. That's so they right. they become yeah. oppositely charged by either losing or gaining electron. And we need to know that. oxidation. We need to know that sentence, don't we? Yeah. An electrostatic attraction between oppositely charged ions. Lovely. And covalent bonding? Covalent bonding is uh, between two non-metals. Two non-metals, good. And what two type of structures can you make with those? Oh, um, you can make, hmm. Simple? Is one of them simple? Simple, muh. Simple, muh. Molecular. Simple, molecular. Or? Giant, oh, like gib or something. Giant, is, is gib the right thing? Uh, that you're thinking about ionic lattice, I think. I yes, know. I always think of yeah, giant. But giant, giant covalent compound, giant covalent structures is fine. Uh, um, what happens in covalent bonding? The same thing, isn't it? Full outer shell. It is full outer shell. Oh, no, they share an electron. They share a pair of electrons. They share a pair of electrons. Lovely. Okay, so today we're going to talk about metallic bonding. You never guess what type of elements do this. Uh, shiny ones. Mm-hmm. Speaking of elements, your favourite element is... Bromine. No, we've done bromine. It's not bromine. Chlorine. No, it's not chlorine. It's definitely not chlorine. I'd know if it was chlorine. <laughs> oh, I'd know if it was chlorine. Um, right. Arsenic. No. Oh. All right. Go on, then. Metallic, on the next. metallic bonds are, um, are, I would imagine that's bonds between two metals. Absolutely. So the definition for metallic bond or a metallic bond is a positive cation mm. surrounded by a sea of delocalized electrons. So in metallic bonding, you have all the atoms lined up. Do you remember like in year seven? This sounds like a mosh pit. It is a mosh pit, sort of. So you remember when you drew a solid in year seven, it would literally be a line of like spheres, a line of circles in yeah. a nice, neat arrangement. Yeah. So that is like, imagine that as the nucleuses, positive nucleuses, yeah? Uh-huh. And the electrons, instead of like losing one or gaining one or sharing them like directly with just one atom, the electrons move through the lattice. They're completely delocalized. So it might go, oh, I'm at atom A, and then it swings around to be on atom B, and then it swings around to be on atom C, and then it comes back to atom B. They're, all of the electrons are constantly being shared um, and being attracted to those positive cations. Okay, so it is a 
positive cation surrounded by a sea of delocalized electrons. Okay. A positive cation surrounded by a sea of delocalized electrons. What does delocalized mean? Like not attached to something? Yeah, they're completely delocalized. So the two diagrams that you'll see will be like loads of pluses in circles and then just like this big blur around it and you label that big blur as delocalized electrons and they just move up and down the structure in a metal through the metal lattice and that gives rise to the properties of of well there's my seat here mrs corbett the properties of metals so metals consist of giant structures of atoms arranged in a molecular pattern and that relates to its properties what are the properties of metals what can metals do (laughs) what can't metals do um metals can Conduct electricity. They can. Why? Oh, because of... Is that because of delocalised electrons? Delocalised electrons can carry charge through their lattice. Cool. What else can they do? They... Metals can conduct heat. Good. Why? Is that because they've got delocalised electrons? Yeah. They can carry carry thermal energy through the lattice. The delocalised electrons can carry thermal energy through the lattice. Okay. They can be magnetic. Some can. Um, Only three of them. Yeah, we've done this, haven't we? Yeah. Um, uh, tell me about boiling points and melting points, their properties. Okay. Uh, boiling points of metals are very high. Yeah, why? Uh, I imagine it's to do with strong bonds. Yeah, which means that lots of energy is needed to overcome them. Yes. I mean, not all of them. Like, if you look at, like, mercury, already a liquid at room temperature, low sure. boiling point. Yeah. Um, so uh, that just kind of leads me to talk about alloys for just a minute and how that affects the structure. So metals have this strong lattice. Um, now tell me about tell me about pure metals compared to alloys. Pure metals compared to alloys. Yeah. Pure metals only have one element in them. Alloys are mixtures, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. So if we think about bonding in a pure metal, we've got layers of organised atoms all the same size, mm-hmm. which means normally they are quite malleable. You can slide those layers over one another. Sure. Whereas if we have an alloy, the atoms are going to be different sizes, right? Of course. Which means that, can you then slide the atoms over one another? I'm guessing not. No, which makes them... Brittle. Not brittle. <laughs> Strong. Stronger. It makes them harder to manipulate and harder to make malleable. Oh, I see. Right, like Velcro. Yeah, you sort of disrupt that structure so you can't slide the layers over one another. Like Velcro. <laughs> I like the way I went, yeah, sure. Well, you know what I mean? Like, because you can't slide Velcro over itself, can you? Yeah, but then that also means that um, alloys generally are harder than pure metals because they distort the layers and they will affect the melting and boiling points because those forces of attraction are going to be different. And is that why we have alloys? Because they've got metal and they needed harder metal, so they... Yeah, cool. um, yeah and mostly because of... Um, if you think about iron, rusts. Yeah. Stick some carbon in it, you've got steel. Doesn't rust. Huh. Boom. Oh, sweet. Change the properties. Gotcha. Um, that's it. That's metals. Oh, that was easy. Yeah. Um, we're not on much time, really, I don't think, for this. Um, the other thing that you need to know, that's really it. I don't want to do any of the other things in today, so I'm done. Cool. Okay, so uh, metallic bonding is bonding between metals. Um, what was the definition? No, no, I know the definition. It's a... Um, a um no what was the word a cluster of positive ions positive ions or sur- metal nucleuses surrounded by, by a sea of delocalized electrons and that is the definition of a metallic bond mm-hmm. cool all right sweet that's it see you later see you later bye, bye.